You're listening to Songbirding Under 5 Kilohertz, a modified version of the Songbirding podcast for listeners with high-frequency hearing loss. Not sure if that is Thrasher Catbird. I think that was Catbird. Okay, catbird. Now he's gone quiet. My name is Rob, and this is Songbirding. So I'm at the Petrel Point Nature Reserve near Red Bay, Ontario on the Bruce Peninsula and it's autumn. Well, autumn in terms of bird migration. Fall migration is uh, fully underway uh, for warblers, shorebirds, etc. And that means not a lot of bird song, but there can be a lot of bird calls and they can help you find where clusters of birds are for looking at, getting photos, etc. And I thought I'd spend some time sharing some tips and tricks for the autumn migration and just fall birding in general by going through Petrol Point here seeing what I can hear and find. Of course, as always, eBird is your friend. Go look up where people are reporting things, but uh, fall migration is a little odd. It's not the same as breeding territories. There's going to be places with tons of birds that don't normally have a ton of birds. There's going to be places where you're used to seeing a ton of birds and there's almost none. Uh, everything gets changed up in the fall migration. And birds are going to look different, especially warblers. Some might still have their plumages, but there's going to be a lot of plain looking ones that are going to look similar. So 
Consult your field guides on that one. Here at Petrol Point, this is a uh, fen habitat and some coniferous uh, woods. Well, a few poplars here and there too. Uh, so lots and lots of cones, pine cones, tamarack cones, hemlock, all that kind of stuff, spruce, cedar for uh, birds to feed on, but not just that. A lot of insects still around uh, hiding uh, on the branches, twigs, etc. that you'll watch warblers and so on gleaning insects off of these spaces. And lots of berries uh, around here, so things that various birds can eat, berries, um, robins, and uh, uh, some, uh, the yellow rump warbler will eat some berries too. And uh, a lot of species mix it up a bit. And of course there's still dragonflies, midges, mosquitoes, those kinds of things flying around. So the flycatchers still have some food to eat. eagle yet again going over. This is the third pass this specific bald eagle has done. I'm assuming it's the same one over and over again. So while a little quiet here right now, I've got some American robins talking to each other. This time of year, blue jays are actually pretty loud, usually, from my experience. Because some of them are migrating. When they're migrating, they're passing through. At least this is why I assume why, because uh, I often see, and many people report, seeing around southern Ontario this time of year, way more blue jays than usual. And uh, from what I understand, because there's different populations interacting now. Some are migrating south, some are staying in their territory, and not liking all the new blue jays that are around as they're passing through. And so there's a lot of conflicts. And who knows, it might also be just all the birds in general passing through their territory for those that are resident blue jays.
Okay. Hearing yellow rump. Nice tick sound. Catbirds, great catbird. A few bugs here. Okay, I'm gonna start heading towards the chickadee calls and songs. Any time of year that's really quiet, like winter and fall, chickadees are a great way to find other birds. Other birds will follow the chickadees around. It's been shown that there are plenty of species that have learned how to understand chickadees, to understand when there's a threat, where there's food, Things like that. Something peeping here. I think that's white throated sparrows. I've also got a yellow rump warbler in front of me here. It's not saying anything yet, though. Myrtle warbler. Picking bugs off of dead twigs, looks like. This one's a juvenile. It's doing a lot of picking at dead uh, parts of trees. Oh, there's that soft tick sound. It's actually from another one, not the one I'm looking at. Oh, it was a white-throat sparrow. some black-capped chickadees. Down another trail, so see if I can get into that trail. Get closer. Cementing a fairly dark area. Cedars. Very fairly tall cedars for, for a white cedar. 
of a wet forest kind of location. The board boardwalk trail. Let's see who's with the chickadees. I think I heard a kinglet. Could be a brown creeper actually. Saw a brown creeper and a white breast nut hatch. That I think is the brown creeper, very high pitched right now. Creek here. Sure is loud. Not sure where it is yet. Eventually the brown creeper should fly down so it can start with a new tree. So climb up trees then fly to the bottom of the next tree or at least lower down on the next tree. Creeper. Finally seeing brown creeper going up the tree, actually seeing it go up the tree slightly, then fly back down a couple feet and then start again. Maybe it thinks it missed something. Things American Red starts. Oh, there's a Blackburnian warbler. Seen a couple bay-breasted warblers come through too. They've got a, got a couple wing bars on them. 
pretty bland in the fall. It's a bit confusing fall warbler look to them, but uh, a couple wing, wing bars and kind of a buffy pink on the side and a slight eye line. Feeling a vireo there. Probably red-eyed. Songbirding is recorded, engineered, narrated, and created by me, Rob Porter, and uh, with Creative Commons music by Scott Buckley. You can help support the show uh, by going to the Patreon at patreon.com songbirding.